and rolling. All right. Yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to Footnotes, a behind-the-scenes look at what we value and why it matters here at Foothill Church in Glendora, California. I'm your host, Ethan Bailey. Uh, Erica will be back with us in a couple of weeks, but in the meantime, we have some friends here. Lucas Parks, you know him well. Hey, Lucas. How's it going? Yeah. And then uh, our dear friend, all the way from Belfast, Northern Ireland, the one and only Andrew Elder. Andrew, it's so good to have you here. It's great to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Ethan. For sure. Like, so you, you've been on Footnotes before. Um, I'm a regular. Yeah, you're, you're a regular, one of our earlier hosts. But it was over Zoom, mm-hmm. so stoked to have you here in person That's in great. sunny Southern sunny Southern California. Uh, how's your time been in California so far? Uh, it's been great. Yeah. I, th- I feel like my body is finally adjusted good. to, like, it's caught up with my brain, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, it was good. It was good to be in church yesterday. Yeah, and, awesome. Um, yeah, Covenant Partners lunch and all that good stuff, so yeah, it's great. Yeah, for sure. Great. What, what have you gotten to do so far? Uh, Lucas took me to Venice Beach, okay. which was really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, some people watching. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, uh, it was interesting. Vin- interesting least. is a nice way of saying Venice. We were downtown LA and had some good tacos in Grand Central Market, um, Hollywood, Rodeo Drive, all that good stuff. So. All the touristy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you good. see, you see these places in movies and on TV yeah. and stuff, and it's kind of cool to see it in person. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the Hollywood sign? Did see the Hollywood yeah. sign. How was that for you? Uh, I'm yeah, it's cool. I mean, I did have a wee. I was, I did. I surprised myself because I'm not. Re- I don't really, you know. I'm not. I kind of think I'm like above, like you know, that touristy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. No, so I was like, oh, I, that's that's pretty cool. It's, <laughs> it's funny. pretty iconic. It's like yeah, it's, it's iconic. It's super know. iconic. But I, I've I've gone and like you do. You can do the hike near there, and it's kind of underwhelming in the sense that it's, it's a lot further away uh, than you know you kind of realize. But I'm glad you yeah. enjoyed that. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, how how is Venice Beach these days? Uh, I heard it's a little bit cleaned up. And yeah, I think better. so. Yeah, I was there kind of right during the pandemic, and it's definitely more. I mean, I don't know that I'd ever call Venice Beach clean, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's not what it was before. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of back to normal, I okay. guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but normal in the sense like there's still some good characters there. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. We saw this guy, like the one man band guy. Oh, that was pretty. He pretty, was really impressive. He was yeah. playing guitar, bass, guitar keyboard drums and singing wow. all at the same time yeah, so, yeah. that is he, he was really good yeah we need to get him to join the worship team maybe yeah, be, invite yeah him to church all, he's all we you need yeah he'd be good for like <laughs> prayer nights and stuff yeah. like that yeah um I'm, I'm assuming andrew during your time lucas maybe took some pictures um like on his phone or anything or it has been known to happen yeah yeah what what is that called when lucas is taking pictures i know you oh, and some in, other mates back yeah in we invented this we actually had uh it's called lukestagram lukestagram right and you would have you know it was you know you'd have points if you you, know, you you'd get points for seeing him doing it but you'd get extra points for like actually capturing a photo of him taking a look yeah so what you how, how do you get some points like Oh, if you see him in the moment, you get points, but you get extra points if you capture him on camera. Got it. Okay. You know, taking okay. A, it's like yeah. Inception. People yeah. have pictures of me taking pictures. Yeah, we have. There's a show. There's a show in the UK called Gogglebox, and it's basically you're watching people watch TV. So it's just normal people, and they watch TV, mm-hmm. and they're talking about it. But then you're watching them watch TV. That's the state. That's the stage that <laughs> yeah. society has got to, right? Yeah. Just like, it's kind of like that, where Instagram is Instagram and Luke doing yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So ever since I heard about this, I've tried. I the first time I failed miserably. I think I actually sent it to you and John. You I, did. Yeah. I just like Lucas just put his phone down. He was blurry. Walking around, I'm like, no, I missed you gotta it. Be quick. You got to be quick. Yeah, so yeah, do yeah. you have any tips on like what to look for? You have to watch the setup. <laughs> 
it's all about the setup. It's like, uh, is this uh, maybe is this coffee mug in just the right position? Or well, once you see him adjusting something, oh, yeah. him uh, watch with the things. setup, man. Watch the setup. Yeah, you're a rookie. You'll get there. I, yeah, anyway. I, I have gotten one. Uh, it was good, but I'm continually trying, and I'm actually surprised, Lucas, you didn't get one. Just a, like a minute ago, when we were getting ready, to I know that. I should have. I so should have. I will say I was ready though to <laughs> get a picture. So I was like, "This is gonna happen." See, I knew I knew it was gonna happen. I'm like, "No, gotta gotta be more uh, spontaneous." Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like hunters. Whenever like uh, you know the 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 animal gets wise to the hunter's movements, so like they change their behavior. Now he's like adjusting his behavior. Yeah, you don't get caught. He's he's gotten faster. <laughs> I, he's he's gotten fast. Where he, I think he like even he has some settings preset on his camera. He just knows. Just pulls it out. Goes. So yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 get him though. We'll get him. Um, yeah. So yeah, you got to enjoy Venice. And yeah, uh, I heard you're going to a Dodgers game. Yeah, Is we're going there on uh, yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, awesome. yeah, That's yeah. Exciting. Have you ever game. been to a baseball game? No, I've been to minor league okay. when I was a teenager, but never been never yeah. been to like a major league. Baseball games, that'll be great. Plus the playoffs, I've heard that's really exciting. Yeah, that's a honestly. I love sport, man. I I love sport. I love if it's two people competing at anything. Like I'm I'm in for sure. So that'll be good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, so you're doing that, and you got to hang out with some of the old uh, Ireland team. So we we sent Mm -hmm. a couple teams out. Got to do that. Yeah, that was Uh, fun. How was that getting to catch up with some of those guys and gals? That was great. That was great yesterday. because you re- you know you kind of go in this thing uh, into this partnership as a pastor right um and at the start it is like you know maybe like church leaders elders pastors talking to each other but then what has happened over the years with you guys being with us for so long is we have r- real relationships with real people in foothill and in village south you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just crazy it's really cool it's yeah. really cool um so you know it's really great to like uh, even just talking to Sheila and she's like asking about my kids because when she visited Ireland the first time you guys were there it was you know I mean Abigail was our, our daughter was mm-hmm. like she was less than one year old you yeah. know and now she's in school and stuff like that so yeah it was great yeah. really really good well, yeah it was fun to get to hang out even with that team and catch up a little bit and hear more from you and we'll actually get to hear from more from you um throughout this episode and great. as we kind of catch up and uh hear a little bit more about how village south is doing how you've been doing and kind of even just um how this partnership is you know continuing to look for us so yeah. uh, excited to dive into that uh but first we're going to take a little bit of a break uh we got something we want to tell you about One of our desires here at Foothill is to see each person grow in their understanding of God's Word. One of the ways we do that here is through our Sunday seminars. On November 6th, we'll be joined by Jared Wilson as he expands on the concept of speaking the truth in love. He will explore questions like, what happens when we fail on either side and how might we work towards embracing both? What are the real aims of being tactful and winsome on cultural issues? And what is the aim of being truthful and clear? So join us for the seminar on November 6th at 5 p.m. as we all seek to be more like Christ in this area. You can learn more online at foothill.church. Well, hey, we uh, at Foothill Church, we value sending the gospel out, um, you know, both locally and globally. That's why we do our Send campaign every year. Uh, part of that is raising funds uh, to see uh, more churches planted. Um, so we're, at, we're currently partnered with 12 churches. Village South is one of those churches. Um, and so... Lucas, can you actually just real quick, just take a minute and just even explain a little bit more and summarize, like, how, how did we get here today? Like, you know, the three of us are sitting at this table, yeah. um, you know, some guys from Northern Ireland are here, you know, you're in the U.S. now, Andrew's planted a church, the church he started, so yeah. kind of just re-explain, kind of catch us up to speed here. Uh, how did this all happen? Yeah, yeah, well, we were uh, planting 
village. Uh, at that time, it was just Village Church. Now it's East because there's uh, more than one. But um, yeah, we were planting and we were in those very, very early days. We hadn't launched publicly yet or anything. It really was a Bible study in, in my living room uh, with my wife and I, uh, my brother and his then girlfriend, now wife, and then another couple uh, as well that were dating now, married in the time. And and so, um, yeah, we were we were just gathering folks for, for Bible study and, and, and hanging out and doing different stuff. And then uh, my brother actually introduced me to Andrew. Uh, they were friends. And I remember it was at... Uh, the, is it cinnamon on, cinnamon, on yeah. a coffee shop on the Strand Miller's road. And, uh, this is the first time we ever met and he had introduced me oh, this is my, my friend Andrew or whatever. And, and, um, so Andrew, uh, started kind of coming along, uh, to Bible study with his, uh, again, then wife now, uh, no, no girlfriend. Now he only had one wife. So it's just funny, like life stages, like Mary and all like couples and stuff through that time and, and that era. So really, uh, has, he's, he was a part of, of helping us plant village, uh, really from the beginning almost. So mm-hmm. like really within a couple months of, of us uh, doing Bible study. So Andrew's kind of been with us through, through all phases of that from, um, um, meeting in a pub and then meeting, we rented out a church hall for a while. And just as the Lord continued to, to bring people and, and, um, we eventually had a, a another missional community that you guys started hosting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then as we moved over to the East side of, of Belfast, as we were, uh, given, given use of a building, um, we still had a heart for South Belfast. That's where we had, mm-hmm. we had started. And, and there really was a, uh, a gap, uh, that was there. And so, um, but we had our, our, our gathering had kind of moved east. Um, people as they were getting married had started to move east a little bit as well. And um, but we, we really did have a, a heart for South. And as Andrew really kind of became um, more and more involved in our leadership and uh, went through even like eldership training and then essentially wanted to um, study more formally um, mm-hmm. with seminary. And so we helped him do that and really kind of brought him on as a church planting resident with the idea of uh, uh, when he was done, um, seeing if we could maybe plant back in South where we started. Yeah. And so so that's really where Village South was kind of born out of that. And uh, obviously Andrew was cutting his teeth more and more uh, at Village East and preaching and leading in, in, in a variety of different ways and, and preparing for that. And then, um, yeah, we sent, I don't know, 30, 35 folks uh, with Andrew back over to South um, in that in that time. And so. So that's kind of how uh, Village South was born, you know, out of out of what is now Village East and and uh, in different parts of the city. And then somewhere along the way, there, uh, Chris Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, I was director for Acts Twenty Nine in Ireland, and so he um, Foothills started to get involved in supporting that work more broadly in Ireland. And then as we planted um, specifically in supporting Village South, and so. Uh, yeah, that's 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 really how Foothill kind of came together with with Village at the time, and so thought I thought I'd be there forever, and, and we'd be so I got to bring them over here. Should we? Should we? Anyway, moving along, moving along. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, it was great, and that partnership really kind of developed uh, with uh, with Chris and Foothill, and then obviously has expanded into to Village South um, as as well, and and it's I, it's great to see those kind of relationships continue that aren't. Yeah. Uh, you know, contingent on 
you know, uh, me being there or anything in, in their own right. It's been really, yeah. Yeah. really great. Yeah, it's been really cool to be, like, be a part of this partnership and get to see that. And I think just for our church, it's like a good reminder as well. Like, wow, like the gospel and, and, and God is just so much bigger mm, uh, yeah. than we could even, you know, yeah. ever imagine. And uh, this is always a good reminder. But I think even in a season, we kind of started this whole, like, we're a part of church plants. Like, full church is a church plant. Sure. So this is like a newer concept to us. And so I think it's a really awesome, joyful experience to like, live kind of vicariously through village south and in a way of like watching you guys plant and yeah we got to like support in in certain ways and be a part of that but i think that was a really cool uh catalyst um for foil church and like to see that yeah but i always i mean you use the words live vicariously and i think i said this in church yesterday Mm -hmm. or or maybe on some of the video you shot in belfast but it's not living vicariously Mm -hmm. like we're partners in this thing and you know foothill like you guys are part of planting the church in Belfast mm-hmm. planting, and and as you support our network like I'm on the board now of Axwin and Ireland planting churches in Ireland across this tiny island in the Atlantic mm-hmm. like yeah. you know 7,000 miles away from where we are right now so you guys are doing that like it's not that you're living vicariously this is what God has called you to in his grand scheme of advancing his kingdom across the world and it's really like we should all feel like so privileged to be part of this mm-hmm. thing and just playing our wee part you Absolutely. know what I mean yeah. so it's cool man for sure yeah well tell us a little bit more I mean the last I mean, so Village South launched four years ago uh, this yeah, month. four years um, ago on the 7th of October. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last couple of years, kind of normal, smooth sailing, right? Nothing nothing notable? Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about, about that. How, how was that for you guys and kind of what, how are you doing now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was it was weird. It was a rough kind of time, if I'm honest. Uh, we, we were just about a year and a half into, probably less than a year and a half into the church plant. Uh, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. and I remember ch- I remember chatting to a friend of, a friend of ours in Belfast, and and this was March whenever the government locked everything down, and we were going, imagine this lasts for like two months, <laughs> like <laughs> can you imagine if this lasts until May? <laughs> and we were like, no way, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then you know you're two years out of your yep. life, um, so, so that was hard. And I think at the beginning there was that, that human desire in me um, that really wanted to, okay, well, we got this church plant and we're gathering some momentum. So let's let's just kind of keep, as we go online, let's let's keep moving forward. In the end, um, you know, we we were kind of almost reabsorbed by Village East, at least in our online mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, obviously you're still doing your pastoral care as, with the people in your church plant, but all our online services were all, you know, joined together. And, and I mean, praise God for people who are wiser than me because you know, I would have run myself into the ground if I was trying to do that mm. online by myself every Sunday, yeah. you know, with maybe a handful of volunteers or whatever. So at the beginning, I mean, I at the beginning, I, I, I find it hard to see what God was doing there, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of thinking, God, why are you like halting momentum? Why are you slowing this thing down? What's going on there? But as, you know, as time has passed, I mean, there was a there was a lot of change with with both villages during that time like i mean this guy ends up you know moving over here to you mm-hmm. which we're so thankful for um and i think if i think if if i think things would have been harder if god hadn't really allowed village south to have a wee bit of a safety net during that time mm-hmm. i mean um you know we're still four years old, like Village South is a toddler, you know, yeah. like we're, we're still, you know, can't really walk very well and, and mm-hmm. certainly can't run. So, um, so it really feels it since January this year, 2022, that we've really started to plant a church and, and God has been so faithful. Like we've installed uh, our first elder who isn't me. So we now have a, um, 
you know a, a plurality of elders yeah, yeah. even though only has two of us yeah. that's great and um we've seen like uh, i mean ha- having me out of the picture for like the better part of three months really um has allowed leaders to uh, be raised mm-hmm. up and, and people just you know people step up yeah. and people have stepped up and god is maturing people and you see people that you're like oh I'm not the only one who cares for this church, you know, like there are people who love it just as much as I do. And, and that's a really, really special thing. And, um, and yeah, over COVID, we, we lost people. We had some people who walked mm-hmm. away and I think there's probably not a church in the world that that didn't right, happen to, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, but you know, we also gained a lot of people, uh, God saved people, which is crazy. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. That's awesome. Um, and, and I think the key part of that or the key piece of the puzzle is that we, we figured out, who our core is you know mm. who's who's, re- who's really bought into this thing who's you know because uh, it's really hard to tell that stuff online right um but this year has been like okay these are the people who are really committed here here we have a good solid like membership um like you guys have covenant members we mm. have covenant partners same thing i guess um and we figured out who the who the core of our church is and and the faithful ones and and that's allowed us then to like you know be more bold in ministry and mission yeah. and in our community because you have you, you know who your team you know who your guys are right you know well guys and girls yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know you know who they are and so yeah it's been a roller coaster i'd say over the last three years mm-hmm. um but god has been so good yeah like we're baptizing people straight after like when we as soon as we come back from covid which is great that's awesome you know yeah i was so. just struck, struck to you when you were talking there um you, know, you mentioned like a safety net during those like hard and difficult times. Mm. Like you have Village East, you know, your you know mother church essentially, a foot, a church like Foothill um, with financial support. And, and I know of churches that didn't make it through, mm-hmm. you know, those, those years and had to close. And a lot of that is largely because they didn't have that extra like That's support right. system yeah. uh, of uh, around them. And so, yeah, I just think it's, it's another reason why, you know, having these kind For of sure. partnerships is so helpful um, uh, to, to, to help make difficult decisions. You've got counsel, yeah. wisdom, but uh, actual like financial uh, support to, to get through those difficult times yeah. as well. Yeah, it was, it was cool because you know, back in 2018, I got to be on that trip. Um, and so we got to see you, know, you guys start. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's super encouraging to be back. Uh, so back in May 2022. Yeah, but you didn't um, paint the gates again. We did Why not paint, paint the gates. gates? <laughs> come on, man. Um, it's been four years. We the did, we, starting we to did come look up. at them. Yeah, yeah. You, next trip. So anybody wants trip. to come to uh, from Foothill to Ireland, paint some uh, metal gates, yeah. come on. Yeah, it, was, it was a whole ordeal. Um, but they looked great for, for a season. Um, but then to be able to go back and just to see you guys thriving, like, no, we weren't there on the ground with you guys, but so like encouraged to see mm-hmm. like, hey, there's this big gap of like just hardship that you guys your church faced, just like so many other churches. But just to see that you guys are you know happy and healthy and, and doing your thing is super cool yeah. uh, to see. So, um, Lucas, speaking of those trips a little bit, yeah, uh, we've we've gone to a couple and uh, we actually got to visit you when you were still at Village East. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this this last trip we took out to Ireland, you got to lead and. We actually got to visit some more um, churches throughout the island of Ireland. Yeah. Um, why? Why do we do those trips? Like, what is the goal for those? And yeah, why it's I think important? I think they're multifold. One, I think what we've talked about, like to to develop those relationships just beyond leaders, and so uh, you know that people in the church can actually go and see like brothers and sisters in mm-hmm. in in a different context. I think part of that too is like learning. Um, so there's a there's a mutual learning that happens uh, that's there. Uh, and so people going can actually see a different context. How do you contextualize the gospel um, in a way 
that is different from my context, but it's the same gospel. It's the same work. It's the same mission of the kingdom. And yet it looks a little bit different. And I think there's things we can learn in that, particularly from a European context, which is probably a little more secular than even the U.S. uh, in that way. So I think that's really helpful. And I think, too, just that uh, being able to to go, uh, it's your prayers are, mu- are much more informed. So even, even, you know, to be able to bring back video and, right. uh, I mean, that's one thing that is nice about social media. There's a lot of, that's bad about that, but even just being able to see in real time, our folks being able to, uh, follow the story of our, our partners. I think that informs their prayers, uh, uh, a lot better, um, that's there. And so, and it's not, you know, back in the day before, you know, uh, global travel was easier and you know social media and the internet even you know these missionaries were just people that you saw once Mm -hmm. every four or five years and you know you just relied on a newsletter that got mailed through you know whatever so but here it's much more uh you know life on life like i can Mm -hmm. actually see what's happening and i can go and visit there and and feel like i'm much more connected and, and a part of that and so it's not just well we just write this check and send it off into the ether somewhere it's like oh no this is going to belfast i've been there i've seen i know the ormo neighborhood that they're they're mm-hmm. planting in i've been to east belfast and uh in those places or i've at least seen that through the people that have come back and told those stories or video and so it feels like a much more uh real tangible mm-hmm. kind of partnership that's mm-hmm. there and so look forward to, to taking those kind of trips on on a regular basis so, yeah yeah What's that like for you, Andrew? I mean, I know the first time you were probably like stoked to have like 15 people uh, show up because that well, first, uh, hey, but we were what, like four days away from lunch or something? Or uh, about, about, a, a week, about a week. Yeah. And the, the guy was still like putting the carpet down or yeah, something. Yeah. We went in and <laughs> hey, there's I remember a bunch your, of things in the I remember your faces. It was like, oh, there's a lot of work to do yeah. here. <laughs> and dude, we were so ecstatic to be able to help. Like it was so uh, it cool was to help. Great. It was a cool it experience. Was really good and, um, so obviously when you have a group of 15 people come in and there's like some like labor work to do that makes yeah. sense but on a trip like what we just recently did what's it like for like 15 people to roll into your town and um just to visit and you know how, how, how does that impact you yeah i mean one point to pick up on what you said look is um in like your prayers are informed and and it's not it's not just like oh you see what's happening it's you you have relationship mm-hmm. like there's like i said earlier like there's people in village south who are friends like genuine mm-hmm. friends with people in in foothill um, you know, like uh, one of the members of our church, we call him Big Liam. Everybody gets a prefix yeah. in <laughs> Ireland. It's just the way we do stuff. And and he's a big guy. Like yeah, and, he um, uh, he's a gentle giant. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, I was chatting to so and so from Foothill that day." And I was like, "What? You're like chatting to him? Like just chatting away on like yeah. Facebook Messenger or something?" Like, it was cool. so cool. And and so it's not just that your prayers are informed, which they are, but it's prayers informed and that with this relationship and um, you know. Liam was talking about something that was happening in Foothill that I didn't know that I didn't know about. It was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it. When when we look at how the church, you know, grew in, in the New Testament, like you know, from uh, you, you know, um, uh, Judea, Samaria to the ends of the earth, and you see this kind of movement happening. You see, you, you don't see like um, supporter and supportee relationships. Mm-hmm. The language that is used, especially by the Apostle Paul, over and over again is partner, partner in the gospel. Uh, Philippians 1, he goes heavy on this. He's like, I thank God every time I remember you uh, for your partnership in the gospel. And this is what it feels like, right? It, fe- it feels like partnership. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd love to do the, 
the other way i'd love to bring a group from village south over bring, here bring you them, know yeah, like I'd love that yeah be like get big liam over here you know yeah, and, uh, take him to venice beach yeah take him <laughs> hey he'd be lifting if he was in <laughs> yeah, venice muscle beach, beach. <laughs> like, yeah. muscle beach he'd be yeah, yeah. um uh it, it is that like it's it's just the partnership it's the it's the 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 real sense that we're in this kingdom thing together mm -hmm. we have a common mission i don't know i was thinking about this and i wanted to ask you because yeah. you've been twice mm -hmm. Like, what does it mean for you to come to, to Ireland, to come to Ireland and Belfast and Ooh, turn the tables yeah. on the host? Um, so yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I asked the questions here, not <laughs> you. No. Um, yeah, I, I think it's always like a huge like perspective shift and reminder. Like, I love like uh, what I loved about Village South specifically. I mean, we got to the, the first trip we took. Hey, it is the best one, isn't it? it it's, it's lovely. <laughs> uh, we got to stay in the same uh, apartment, or I think you guys call it flat, mm -hmm. um, the whole flat. the whole time. And so it was really cool to just be a part of the community for that 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 full week. And um, it just kind of like reminded me of the opportunities to be missional just in those little things day to day because that's where you guys were at that's what you had to do is mm -hmm. just you know i think it's so easy for us in our context is just to show up to church and just yeah. to do to church and, and get out of there but in you guys in your context you're like no we got to build a church mm -hmm. um and so just seeing your guys's heart and desire for how you're doing missional communities and trying to invite others in there and um just being strategic of like just your culture sets up for this with there too. Just like you need to go out, go go to the grocery store more often than we probably do here. Yeah. Um, because like preservatives and whatnot, like <laughs> quite literally. Also, um, our our packages aren't quite as big. Yeah. You know, not like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys have those. You're little, buying six gallons of laundry detergent. <laughs> yeah, you or something. guys have those little Tesco marts kind of on each corner. We have Costco's on each yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, Um, and so stuff like that was a real cool kind of perspective shift for me, and kind of really encouraging. Um. But even just the you know, reminder that um, on this on this last trip I took, um, you know, we went to City Church Dublin, uh, Calvary mm -hmm. Lockray, Village East, Village South, like all these churches, um, and then just finding these like different ways to relate with other people there. Um, I was reminded, like, you know, there's a saying like, "Oh, it's a small world," you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, the world's big, but God is just bigger, and that's what I oh, that was cool. my big takeaway from this last trip. Um, just as we felt really connected with people and even literally some people were like, oh yeah, I've been to the, you know, your area. Like I, I might've went to your church when I was little, it was some church in the area, you know, so stuff like that, um, was just really cool and encouraging. Yeah. So those, those trips are, are huge to be able to take. That's great. I'm going to use that line by yeah. the way. Yeah. You can have world's it. World's big. Yeah. You can, uh, yeah, I'll sell it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it. Can have it. Great. I'm sure. Yeah. That's the Californian it. in it. You yeah. got to yeah. sell it. Trademark it and sell <laughs> it. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So when we, we hit a lot on just the the benefits of the relationship stuff and uh, i think a lot of people don't realize that um but one of the ones that you know we we do talk about and hear a lot more is just the financial um side of things and so just a, as a reminder for for people like what is what does that allow you to do even just uh, just church planners in general like that support like how does it tangibly um help uh the effort of church planting and, and keep those going yeah before i answer that um I think I just want to say I think it's great that you know that this is it's a real conversation you know that there's no I guess maybe in my culture I you know people want to shy away from talking mm -hmm. about money you mm -hmm. know um, but the reality is it's a conversation that yeah. needs to happen yeah. because my 
my kids need shoes. Yeah. That sounds like a bleep. Yeah. My kids need shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, did, no. Did but, you look at the camera? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but for sure, though, yeah, you're but right. It's a real conversation, and it does have to get to your question. It does have real consequences. It does have, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it, you know, my kids do need shoes. You know, yeah. I have rent to pay, and all these kind yeah. of different things. Um, but apart from that, so I guess from the very beginning, one of the things we talked about when when Lucas brought me on um, part time. As like a church planting resident, um, we were looking at like, you know, what would it look like to be bivocational? And, but at the same time I was in seminary, hmm. which then <laughs> turned into doing a master's as well <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so to try and uh, be a church planting resident, to have a young family, mm-hmm. to be in seminary and then working a job at the same time, I mean, that might have killed me, you yeah. know? Um, um, but when Foothill came on, you guys have been supporting us from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, that allowed me to put my time and effort into both those things. And then continuing that, like to put all of my effort into Village South, you know? Um, and I think that's probably the, what's the word? The realest return, you know, the most mm-hmm. tangible return is that, that there hasn't been a day since, you know, the, the, there hasn't been a day since I started on this journey that I've had something else that's been, you know, pulling away my time. It has been yeah. the church plant. And, but then real things like, you know, um, during COVID, for example, being able to help pay someone's rent mm-hmm. or being able to, I mean, people were out of work, you know, and sure there was, you know, the government were trying to help some, but there was real, there was real need there and we were able to do that. Um, so I think, things, I think things like that is where it's not just kind of, you guys are throwing money into the ether. It yeah. affects real people's mm-hmm. lives, right? You know, there was someone in the church and, and they, uh, it was that situation where they were just like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent, you know? And we were able to say, well, we can cover that for this month and next month if you need and all that kind of stuff. And that's because of, you know, your generosity. So I suppose even beyond that, like, we rent a building that, you know, you guys have seen on videos and you've mm-hmm. been in. And um, that's a huge blessing to us now because it's not just a space to meet on Sundays, which it is. It's not just a space to have like any like prayer meetings, which we use it for and midweek stuff and all that kind of stuff. But we're not using that as like a, we just see it as like another mi- uh, like ministry tool for the community. Mm-hmm. It's another way of reaching the community. So we're, because we can pay the rent on that, because we can keep the lights on and because we can heat the place, um, which isn't a factor here, but it is in <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> I think too, just real quickly to, to, to add to that too. In America, when we think about church plants and like, their timeline of self-sustaining you know here it's like well like three years is what we'd like to see Mm -hmm. maybe four or whatever but in europe that's probably more closer to like eight to ten years Mm -hmm. just because of the culture uh that's there and so you're dealing with secular people so you don't have a lot of people like hey we've just moved here we you know gave to our uh, you know we 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 normally give to our church anyway and now we just start that like it's a, a process of people who are just not used to doing that at all and then yeah. discipling them into that. And so, so that, uh, uh, just takes longer. So yeah. I think having, having a longer on ramp, uh, where you have financial kind of structure around mm-hmm. you is allows church. I think there was, I, I actually think yeah. there was some real data came. I think like, uh, a friend of ours in Oxford in Europe, he's an English dude and he's done some real research and that, and he's now talking not just eight to 10 years, but like the yeah. 10 to 15 year wow. bracket in Europe. Wow. And, 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 you know, if you're thinking about, is this church gonna make it in inverted commas? Like mm-hmm. you're like, we're not gonna try this for three years and give it a go. We're actually gonna 
commit to this for 10 to 15 years because that's yeah. how long it can take that to be established and you know so it's yeah. it's not that our people aren't generous at all i don't think um i think it's like i said it's a it's a discipleship yeah. thing, right and it's yeah yeah so yeah well we're uh we're about 10 weeks in to this campaign and yeah. we started mid-august uh, and so we're here in october now and there's 10 more weeks to go we're yeah. gonna be talking about this every week yeah um and honestly, I, I know it can become like white noise for people. Sure. Probably like some listening fatigue. It was just like more of this, you know, Lucas, how would you encourage just our church just to continue to, um, just to continue to dig our heels, heels deeper into this, yeah. um, uh, to, to follow through on maybe our pledges or maybe yeah. someone has been considering, you know, uh, giving or participating. Um, how would you encourage the church to not let this be just white noise or, you know, it's, it's just a help us to continue to have that zeal uh, for this campaign throughout. Yeah. The yeah, for sure. I, th- I mean, I understand that, that sometimes you're like, Oh, send campaign again. But, but I think it's a, a perspective of how we, how we actually like think about that. So to realize that we are a part of some, we are part of the kingdom of God and that's what God has called us to that. We are to be ambassadors uh, for, uh, for him and for his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so I think the temptation is that we get a little, short-sighted and we think oh my christian life is like here in in my church and god has called us to uh much much more than that and so every week when we have these like snapshots and videos mm-hmm. in that way it's not like a commercial for giving it's not like you know uh you know a charity for the local dog pound or whatever t- commercial on tv <laughs> just 10 cents yeah for yeah just yeah, 10 yeah cents. for just 10 cents yeah. you can like you're like, no, this is actually the <laughs> work that we're up the church. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is like, I get a view into like the outpost of the kingdom of God. Yeah. And, um, whether that's in, in Boston, um, Massachusetts, whether that's up in Sanger, California, or, you know, Ontario or, or over in, in Ireland and Scotland, wherever, wherever these things are, are, are taking place. Like I hope we're eagerly watching and, and going, man, this is, this is what I get to be a part of in that. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, a commercial trying to like get my money, but this is what God has like called us to participate in at whatever level. Right. So, um, and I do think that that's, that's the challenge. Like, okay, I might not be able to give whatever it is, like what, however the Lord has, has blessed me. Am I stewarding those resources? Well, mm. and part of that is to look beyond my own field of vision right here and to participate in what the Lord is doing uh, around the world. And, and I think that's, uh, I love the vision of the sin campaign in that way because uh, we can pool our money together and actually make an impact in ways that just me and my own might not, you know, have the same kind of impact within that. And so to be able to, to every week get to see um, what's happening there. And so, I, I, I mean, listen, that we've all talked about the, the cost of living crunch and inflation and all of those sorts of things. And I understand yeah. uh, that for sure. Um, and yet I think the Lord does in his goodness and kindness to us. Well, I mean, he's, we've, we're looking at parables and things like that. Like those of us that steward what he's given us, well, he continues to, um, to bless us for, for that, um, mm-hmm. and those very reasons. And so I would, if, if people are listening to this and haven't gotten involved yet, um, this is, this is your opportunity to do that and, yeah. and to really get to participate and partner the, all the language that we've been using. Uh, in this, it's not just like oh, I'm making a donation to some charity, but this is the this is the kingdom work of God moving and bringing people from death to life, from darkness to light, and to actually be a part of that in in, in real tangible kind of ways. So, 
and it's not just finances. Obviously, we've talked a lot about um, mm -hmm. how that works out in other ways, but but yeah, it costs money to to uh, to to do ministry uh, in real in real ways, and so to be able to have opportunities to sustain those things in, in new works, to see new works uh, take shape, and to to actually walk in obedience to what the Lord has called us to, to be a part of is, is really important. And yeah. so I would, I think, you know, as, as we talk about it, to actually be thinking about, this is a window into, uh, the kingdom, kingdom yeah. of God. And, and, and I get to be uh, a participant in that. I get to, to, to be a part of that mm. in whatever way. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, as, as, as the Lord gives to us, um, we have that, privilege mm -hmm. uh, to be to be a part of that i think of even like you know paul he talks about the church in macedonia who like gave even out of their property because they yeah. were like we mm -hmm. want like please let us be a part of like yeah. the bless this blessing like don't rob us of our blessing and we don't have a lot but we, we still want to participate yeah and, um and uh, in that way and honestly this it's easy like i've only been here two years and already it's easy for for me to start to like adjust what i think is like normal and realize man southern california is one of the wealthiest places on the planet mm -hmm. i've gone to a lot of places around the world and you just you just get used to that here you're yeah. like oh this is just what life is and and um you just yeah i think the lord reminds me and lifts my eyes beyond um my local area to to the need that's that's um very real yeah absolutely yeah it encourage you Hill, uh, to jump on in get involved with the same campaign if you haven't already um, you can you know do that. Just visit foil.church slash send. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes as well. But uh, yeah, definitely check that out and uh, be prayerful of how you can yeah. get involved. Um, speaking of prayer, Andrew, how uh, as we wrap up here, mm -hmm. what are a few ways that uh, we as a church can continue to be praying for you guys? I, um, okay, I'm going to give you uh, some church stuff and then uh, I'll give you, well, I'm just, I'll give you the kind of the, the church-wide stuff I want you to pray for. And then there's a couple of things. Um, just, you know, specific things that in our church are happening that really need Great. prayer. Yeah. Um, so I think for our, the one thing I always ask for is that, like, just pray for God to save people. That's what we, every time we gather together as a church to pray for anything, we always pray for, like, our lost friends and family to come to know Jesus. We pray that every time. We teach our kids to pray that. That's why the church exists, right? So the world would know the the, the, the glory of God. So pray for that. Um, really pray for... Um, really pray for um our partnership with the local food bank um we've we've kind of adjusted how we've done that we 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 really wanted to invite the local community to be to join with with us in mm -hmm. that so they get an opportunity to donate food to people who are really in in need um but then we get to figure out what the needs are in the community as well as that happens you understand and then mm -hmm. uh, also we're we're just chatting to people and, and there's mission opportunities in that and and we did the first kind of collection day uh, a couple of weeks ago and the response from the community was overwhelming and, and we had some people who i mean like you were saying like you really can't probably afford to give much here like bringing like a bag of groceries and uh, and then we get to sit and have a cup of tea with them and talk and, and all that kind of stuff so do, do pray for that that we would see real gospel fruit from that and and then thirdly um we're we're in the most uh, kind of racially uh, and probably economically diverse mm. uh, part of Belfast. Um, and one of the things we've been just praying about over the last, well, really this year, is that our church will begin to look like the community, um, right? Mm -hmm. This is what we're going to see in the kingdom. Every tribe, yeah. tongue, and nation. 
And also, so I've been, I I've been saying this over and over again at our church. Matthew 28, Great Commission. Jesus says, All authority in heaven and earth is given unto me. Go therefore, because of his authority, and make disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily tell us to go to all nations, but he tells us to make disciples of all nations. Yeah. And we have multiple nations coming to even like this wee small corner of the north of Ireland, right? Um, so we want our church to look like that. So we're trying to figure out how, how we can um, reach out to our Muslim friends and, and neighbors and and you know people of a lot of them are nominally Muslim there's a cult, culture difference all that kind of stuff so we're trying to work out how we can do that so so pray for that would be great and then uh, uh, the, the kind of more specific stuff I know that is quite specific uh, 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 one of the members of our church uh, he has a business in this city of uh, in the city center of Belfast that he's a graphic designer so you know hey. yeah they're, they're <laughs> usually good people yeah um, and it, it, it this building that his studio was in uh, was kind of like an art center, really mm. old building. And last week it burnt down, wow. um, and someone intentionally set it on fire. Wow. Um, and so, yes, of course, there's need there that we're hoping to help meet and all that kind of stuff. But really pray that God would use this to and use him uh, to really be a gospel light in in. You know that's a really kind of progressive liberal mm. crowd who that he is daily a witness in but there's an opportunity for him to suffer well in this mm. um pray for him and, and pray that that would open up doors for us to we've been talking a lot about opportunities you know me and him like what are the opportunities in this like christians don't see tragedy we do see tragedy but we see opportunities yeah. god what are you doing here that's our question lord, lord what are you doing here so are there ways for us to reach into that community mm. and support people who think that we're their enemy right <laughs> yeah. you know and and so um really pray for that and then also uh i think i've said this every time i speak to anyone from your church uh a friend of mine uh called jerry who doesn't know jesus he's uh he's almost 70 now actually he might be over 70 he's had a tough life and blah blah, blah. i don't need to go into details on this podcast but um pray that jesus would save him yeah because i i almost believe that jesus can't save him he's like too far gone mm-hmm. um that's a doubt in my head. So pray, yeah. pray for, keep praying for Jerry. It's yeah. been ten years, ten years yeah, of yeah. a relationship with an old drunk dude on the yeah. street, like yeah. in the pub. But um, you know, yeah, God is able, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, I know you've you've brought up Jerry uh, a lot. I think ever since I met you, talking about him. and it, it's super cool. I, I love your love for him, and um, I think just yeah, super encouraging, just the way you just love and, and care for South Belfast. So. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for coming on. Thanks, Lucas. And, Cheers for um, having me. Yeah, we're so encouraged by you, and we love this partnership. We love, we love you guys over at Village South. Okay, set clear. <laughs> Stations, everyone. <laughs>